greetings from heavenly Jerusalem, Mount Zion, city of innumerable angels. I'm Brandon Barthrop, Brother Ministries. How you guys doing? All I'm here to do is drown you in the Word of God, the blood of the Lamb, and the crystal clear living waters. That's it. <laughs> the children love it because it's just like playtime. It's just like, here's a box of crayons. You know, go wild. You know, there are some boundaries, you know, don't run in front of a semi-truck, you know. <laughs> don't, don't hit anybody, don't steal your neighbor's belongings, you know. <laughs> you still got to tell kids that these days, you know, because they're jealous and envious of one another at strife against their neighbors and their brothers and sisters of the nations, tribes and tongues of 7.2 billion, you know. They're still fighting over gold, they're still fighting over oil, they're still fighting over diamonds. <laughs> I'll think about in Africa, the blood diamonds. Think about in Iraq, the oil. Think about in Libya, the oil. Think about the gold of Fort Knox and the wars we fought. I mean, isn't everything human about money? Yes, it is, <laughs> especially religion. <laughs> it's all about money. Ask Pope Francis. The Vatican has like a trillion dollars, or three trillion dollars. The, the wealth of the Roman Catholic Church is over one trillion. It's around three trillion. <laughs> People don't even have a grid for that, you know? It's like, we could take the Holy See in the Vatican and just melt down the Roman Catholic abomination of Jesuit sorcery worldwide and cancel our US debt. <laughs> That's a good idea, you know? I'm into doing stuff like that. You know, like Moses, melt down the golden calf and make him drink it. And, and you know what? We would set the Jesuit sorcerers free. These child molesting pedophiles would be thankful that we drove Lucifer out of their hearts and minds. You're welcome. You're welcome. The real priests of Melchizedek's here. You're welcome. You know, Italy, you're welcome. The Italians would rejoice. You want to talk about Jubilee? I have Italian friends. They call the Roman Catholic Church, they call it the Mafia. That's what they call it, my friends in Italy. They call it the mob. They will kill you if you come against it. <laughs> They will cut off your family from making money in your cities. They call it the mob. <laughs> it's true. It's a blood-sucking vampire of Lucifer. And it's totally real. And we're dealing with it. Because you got to deal with the devils. you got to deal with Sodom, which is rebellion. you got to deal with Egypt, which is religion. you got to deal with it. That's why Jesus Christ was crucified. If there is anything wrong in the world... The Christians are anointed to deal with it. You know, you never avoid a confrontation. You never avoid the sin and the sadness and the death. You never avoid the rebellion and the heroin and the crack cocaine epidemic in my neighborhood. You never avoid the murder and the pimping and the human trafficking. Prostitution? They're trying to jump in my Porsche Cayenne every time I drive around North Minneapolis. Whores in my neighborhood. All this week, trying to literally open my door and climb in 
And I'm just like, no, you know, I got my Blistronica Winnie Banoff playing in there, you know. You know, I look like some crack dealer or something to these people. They have no grid for it, you know. These little drug dealers and crack dealers in my neighborhood in North Minneapolis are screaming at me, sell those baggies, sell those baggies, sell those, chanting. That's the only grid for success they have in my neighborhood. They don't have a grid for success in anything except drug dealing and pimping because it's a living hell. And you know what? Everyone's forgiven. The rich in the suburbs and your white flight, you're forgiven. Cowards, <laughs> you're forgiven. Your sins, your cowardiceness, there's so much sin. There's so much suburban ignorance dealing with the inner cities in the USA. And God the Father said to me today, USA only 50 states the next 30 days through August. All campaigning, all Facebook advertising, everything we do, we put $22,000 the last 45 days in global evangelism. 22K. I'd love for it to be 22M, but it's 22K because that's where we're at and I'm thankful about it. But all August, God the Father says, 50 states of the Union drown them in the crystal clear living waters. And not just the living waters, also the bread of heaven, the Word of God. For the Word of God alone is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. That is the hidden manna. If the Israelites in the Old Covenant under Moses were drowned in manna every day, you know, it's the Word of God, every day drowned in manna, how much more in the perfect covenant of Jesus Christ? That was just types and shadows of this reality, this global awakening reality, the living water reality, the Mount Zion angelic reality. It will be more real to you than the natural realm. You won't even be able to doubt or have unbelief. You won't even be able to have fears. It will not be possible because the living water and the blood of the Lamb and the Word of God will so drown all 50 states of the USA right now this season. I mean, come on. Had hundreds of years. How many revivals do we need? We've had the Azusa Street. I mean, before that, there was dozens of revivals. The USA has had more revivals than any nation in the history of the world except maybe Israel itself of the Old Testament. Seriously, that's how epic the USA is. More revivals, recorded revivals, signs, miracles, and wonders, and glory revivals, drunken new wine revivals. They called it getting happy on the Holy Ghost. There, every revival had different terminology. This one, a lot of it's going to be drug language. He's redeeming drug culture in the USA. My brothers and sisters, my friends that I went to high school with, are still on heroin. They're still on heroin. Some of our viewers are still on heroin and they watch Joel's Bar and know it's the truth. Crack, meth, not so much meth because if you're on meth, you're not gonna watch Joel's Bar, but heroin addicts watch Joel's Bar right now. They're probably watching right now. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, it's an epidemic. My brothers and sisters, my generation comes out of the worst pharmakia drug abuse ever in the history of mankind. I mean, the hippies in the 60s had nothing 
It was just like organic weed back then. They didn't even have Monsanto. They didn't even have the chemicals that we do nowadays. Nowadays, it's such hybrid, it's just, you don't, it's just space weed, you know? And the meth from the Third Reich, Adolf Hitler and his scientists invented methamphetamine. It was in the, the Nazis' med kits in World War II. They were shooting up meth. Adolf Hitler was a meth head. That's why their consciences were so seared that the fallen angels just could possess them and murder 16 million Christians, Jews, and handicapped people, and a lot of, what do they call those people? Gypsies. We don't even talk about that, but the gypsies really got it bad. Adolf Hitler and the Nazis, just millions of gypsies. Like the homeless. I mean, it's like going around the USA and there's a million homeless people and just killing them. Sending them up smokestacks and turning them to fertilizer. And then put them in your backyard organic gardens. That's what happened. These people were brutal murderers from all these drugs. And I mean, there's different levels of evil, no doubt about it. I mean, there's different variances of the kingdom of hell. Not all the demons are as evil as Lucifer, the fallen cherubim, the great red dragon. I mean, he's the worst. He's the captain of fallen angel armies. True story, okay? <laughs> I know him face to face. True story, not lying to you. But there's different degrees of wickedness. It's true. It starts with Gehenna. Gehenna is hell on earth. That's earthly hell. Then you go into the depths of Hades. That's just the first realm of hell and there's demons there. Yeah, they'll, they'll rip your skin off. They'll cut your heads off. They won't even blink an eye as they blow your heads off with sawed-off shotguns. They break your bones. They'll laugh at you as they're murdering you. They'll laugh at you as they give you cancer and make you poor and do all these terrible things to your families. Those are the demons. Okay, but the demons are nothing. <laughs> the demons are nothing. I tell you the truth compared to the fallen angels. The fallen angels, one fallen angel is as powerful as a thousand demons. It's true. It's absolutely true. The fallen angels are the fathers of the demons. And I've heard prophets and apostles that are really accredited prophets and apostles say there's about one billion demons in the world. And they're really concentrated in first world nations, not third world. You know, we think, well, we're Christians, you know, it's in, probably in those pagan, you know, barbaric nations where they practice voodoo and witchcraft like Haiti. America, England, London is probably the entire pit of hell on earth. London is probably the most demon-possessed place in the whole world. Worse than Jerusalem, worse than Iran worse than North Korea, worse than Moscow, worse than... Because the city of London sets the gold standard. I mean, you go to the city of London within London, which is the financial district of London, what does the Bible say? The love of money is the root system of all the evil in the entire cosmos Greek world. That's what's written. Jesus Christ read letters. So you have the financial district within England, London, ran by, you know, a couple families, Jewish banking families, and I love them to death, literally. I mean, I'll, Jesus Christ died on the cross for the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers and the Illuminati families and the Freemasonry and Jesuit families, and it's just the secret societies, they're everywhere. 
I mean, you know, I'm not talking about your Lions Club and your Kiwanis Club. I'm talking about your secret societies that you're not welcome in. You can't go. You can't know anything of what they're doing. You're cut off. You will never know what they're doing. But God the Father says He's going to expose all the works of Freemasonry. That's what the Father told me. And when that happens, life as you know it as a human being is over. Because all Western civilization was founded on Freemasonry, a trading on the checkered board with fallen angels. All of England, all of the United Kingdom, all the places that the empire of Great Britain conquered, they planted Freemasonry in 78 nations. And there's lodges in every city of all those nations, and it's simply called sorcery. Okay? And I grew up with them, you know, my friends were Freemasons, and we had people in our family Freemasons, and it's just because I come from a sorcerer family. Powerful sorcerers that just do whatever to get our way in the high places of society. The places of low places in society are the places of the dogs, the peasants, and every nation in the world is set up this way. Jesus Christ said it, that the pagan world is a system of dogs and sorcerers. Okay? That's in the Bible. Jesus Christ. And you see the Apostle Paul going out doing evangelism in all these Greek pagan nations. What does he have to always confront when he takes new territory? The sorcerer in the book of Acts. It wasn't just one sorcerer, it was every new place he went to, he confronted the sorcerers. Sometimes the sorcerers were the, the Jews who used, you know, Kabbalah and who used religion, which is the practice of the angel Abaddon, the angel of death, the angel of the abyss, to constrict cities and nations, to control them by religion. That's the most common form of sorcery in the world, but there's also many other forms. Some require child sacrifice. Some require child molestation, as you see with the Jesuits. But it's just everywhere. I mean, this is the darkness. It's called the knowledge of evil, and God the Father is dealing with it worldwide. But the focus really is in the USA, because he says this season is the season of the Great Awakening. And it won't be by anyone's efforts. <laughs> no one is going to say, Oh, I worked so hard with my sweat, blood, and tears for this great awakening. He'll say, No, all the sweat, blood, and tears were the sweat, blood, and tears of Jesus Christ crucified. We just got into His sacrifice and learned how to drink His blood, eat His flesh, just like He told us 2,000 years ago in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. We just kind of actually gave up our human nature. We gave up being human beings. We gave up our human intellect. We gave up everything human so we can have everything divine as a grace gift of salvation. And we didn't just stop with salvation, fire insurance. You know, my name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. We continued to grow spiritually until now the sons of God are in a place called full spiritual stature, which means a full release of the, liver, of the living waters of the river of life, which means God the Father is able to perfectly shine through His life. Now, this isn't a complicated life. This isn't a confusing life. This isn't an intellectual life. This isn't a natural life. This isn't a human life. This is the life of God. This is divine life. This is the energy of your Creator, the river of life. 
That's what causes the Great Awakening. People getting drowned in their brains and in their hearts, in all of their flesh, and all of their minds, and all of their consciousness, so that everything that has breath is breathing in the river of life, for the river of life is the Word of God, the blood of the Lamb, and the living waters. All in one river of life from the throne of God and from the bottom of His throne proceeds the river of life. Through the heavens, through all the stars, so all the stars of the heavens are washed in the blood of the Lamb, so that all of the human sacrifice that darkens the stars is washed off the stars. All of the darkness of wickedness over every sin, over every nation, over every city is washed in the blood of the Lamb. So that you have clean light. So that you have crystal clear light. As it's written in the book of Revelation, I saw an angel with his feet on the sun. For the natural light was under the Lord's feet. And we trample it underfoot, as it's written. We trample sin and darkness and sorcery underfoot. Everything of the natural realm be crucified with Christ in the full weight of Jesus' blood sacrifice. It's a sin offering. The lamb that was slain, a spotless lamb, as a sin offering to behold the lamb. And what does he do? Take away the sins of you individually? No, it's not about individual. There's no such thing as individuals. We're the body of Christ. There's no lone rangers. There's no you. It's one new man. The body of Christ, the bride of Christ. You're all one. So when you get out of that individuality of Lucifer into the body of Christ, reality of the kingdom of heaven, where, Father, I pray they may be one even as we are one, reality, you can easily just be drowned and love one another as Christ has loved you. Drowned in the river of life and just love one another as Christ has loved you. And it's the easiest, most supernatural thing you've ever gotten born again to do. Because your divine nature that's already in you by believing in Jesus Christ wants to do all these things. It's just been blocked through your minds by religious sorcery. And sometimes rebellious you know, Sodom, fallen angel activity is to blame as well because we see tons of rebellion. If it's not rebellion, it's always religion because that's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The good is religion, which is nothing good about it. And the bad is rebellion. Everyone wants to point and blame. Rebellion, whores, sexual immoral, magic arts, <laughs> you know, prostitutes and tax collectors. No wonder why Jesus was a friend of sinners. You know why? Because they knew their condition. They were understanding of their dependency upon God. And Jesus just wanted to hang out with real people that didn't have egos. That didn't have big puffed up religious knowledge and weren't accusers of the brethren. I mean, nothing more miserable than hanging out with religious people. I mean, it's like hanging out with Satan. It's pure death. It's horrible. They have no personalities. They have no life in them. It's just a dead sack of knowledge. So when you get born again, He restores the joy of your salvation. Like when you were a sprite formed in your mother's womb, that flash of light when you came into this creation, all of that joy of being created by God comes forth through your spirit and through your mind and through your face, which is the front of your soul, and just beams in all directions. It's called the bright morning star, the living God, the glory of God the King of glory, the author of life, the Lord of the harvest. That's His name, Jesus Christ, the risen one. And we're in His resurrection third day. 
for a day is as a thousand years. This is the spirit of prophecy talking to you. The testimony of Jesus Christ. Friends of the bridegroom, bride of Christ. Receive the word of God. Receive the blood of the Lamb. Receive the living waters. And let your human intellect be crucified. He said to me today, the greatest deception is that Christianity fixes up your human nature. Fixes up? I mean, I hear that even today. I couldn't believe that I still have people around me that haven't been crucified with Christ, but there's, I guess, a lot of them. Jesus doesn't fix up your human nature. He murders it. You've been crucified with Christ. Your human nature no longer exists. You're now a divine living creature. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, If anyone is born again, if anyone is in Christ, they are a new creature. How much is new? The Apostle Paul says, It is written, All is new. That means spirit, soul, mind, and flesh. But So to live as a fixed up old human that now has good religious knowledge is pure bewitchment, is pure witchcraft. That is the essence of bewitchment and deception in Babylon the Great. That is the core root problem of the matrix worldwide. God doesn't fix up a human nature. He murders it. You've been crucified. To be crucified is to be murdered with Christ and to no longer live as a human being at all and to never again be led by your human intellect. Human ideas are the very enemies of Christ. The book of Romans says that the carnal mind, or the brain, wars against the spirit. The two trees in the garden, guys. The brain, where was he crucified? Brain hill, skull hill, in Aramaic, Golgotha. In Greek, Calvary. In English, skull hill, because that's the enemy of the spirit of God. And all the enemies, called Satan and his angels, were defeated at the cross. So when you're crucified through the brain... You've overcome Satan and his angels and his demons entirely 100%. You've overcome the world. You should be born again overcomers. But then we come under a yoke of slavery to religion and you know, someone told us we're dirty and we need to do works to get clean and next thing you know we're in Egyptian hell. And we can't get our conscience clean no matter how hard we work for the Father in the fields doing everything He says. It's just impossible. It's impossible because the human nature can't do it. And all the demons know that. And the fallen angel's strategy was just to get them all back into human deception when they've been born again so that all of the body of Christ worldwide stays in a stage of infancy and never develops the divine seed of the morning star in their hearts as is written in Peter until the morning star rises in your hearts by the spirit of prophecy, by the prophetic teaching, the living word the hidden manna that drowns the nations. <laughs> that it is living, active, and energized that resurrects you from the dead. Is every Christian who's born again raised from the dead? Uh, duh, 100%. If you have not been raised from the dead, just be raised from the dead. I mean, who cares about the terminology? Well, are you saying I'm not saved? No, the demon's saying that to you in your human nature. This isn't a human gospel. This isn't condemnation. This is the Spirit of grace and the God the Father who loves you and sent His Son to die for you. This is understanding the divine realm of the living waters and the tree of life and every good and perfect thing from God and the priesthood of Melchizedek ministering to you. Everything you need to overcome the human nature, the human brain 
the human intellect, and all the lying demons that work within that tree of the knowledge of good and evil of your flesh, your brains, be murdered with Christ. Because <laughs> when you're murdered with Christ, Satan can't do anything to you. The omnipotence of God the Father. Now this is pain-free. Religions even made that into weird stuff. I saw some photos of the Philippines. People were actually being crucified. Christians. Now they pull them down, but they actually put nails through their hands and through their feet. And, you know, because that's some way of being holy. But this is going on in 2016. I saw the pictures last year. In the Philippines, they were actually crucifying Christians in churches to be like holy like Jesus. And that's how sick the religious demons are. That's how sick the disease of the curse of the lies that he died on the cross for the removal of. That's how sick the human brain is. That's just religion. And every religion's about beating yourself up and trying to pay penance and be holy and do the right thing and be a good human. That ain't gospel. That is not Christianity. That is paganism. That is pure paganism. That is the furthest thing from Jesus Christ and what he did and what he represents as a person. Jesus Christ is the living God. The effort was on him. 100%. You can't even say ouch. Look at me. Red Letter Ministries. 11 years of hostile persecution. Other ministries telling lies everywhere about us to destroy our name, turning entire organizations, like we've had ministers turn whole cities against us, lying to them about us so that they can have them for themselves and we lose all of our friends. I mean, that's happened over and over and over and over and over for years and years and years. And we don't get bitter. We get better because we know this is the suffering of Jesus Christ when you're the real deal walking in obedience to the Holy Spirit. And you know what? That doesn't even hurt. Because I'm crucified with Christ. We've had insults heaped on us to this day. I mean, they're saying horrible stuff today. What, Penny divorced you? Is that why she's not in the broadcast? I mean, just all these lies. The demons will say anything to hurt your feelings. Anything to try to get under your skin to get you angry. These are evil spirits. These are the dead. These are the damned. Are we necromancers? Don't even listen to the dead. Don't even communicate with the dead. If a person's not willing to change in their mind, they love sin and Satan and demons and hell and the father of lies is their father. Have nothing to do with them. Just, what are you even doing? Don't waste your time on the dead. Drown the dead. You can't even work within the system of the dead. It's necromancy. Talking with the dead. It's the sin of necromancy. And they're so dead. You'll talk to some of these dead people. You're not even talking to the human being. You're talking to the demon right behind their face. I do it all the time. You know, I've had to repent of that. You know, communication with demons is, you know, forbidden. But, you know, Lord, forgive me. I know not what I do. I just like to mess with demons every day. I just like to talk with fallen angels like Enoch. You know why? Because it's time to bind them in chains and cast them into the lake of fire for the kingdom age and golden jubilee in the celebration of the ages and the drowning of all civilization in the river of life. That's what time you're living in. That is the time you are in. And it is not a human time. It's a divine time. It is not a self-effort religious time. It is not a 
time of working, it's a time of resting. Do you realize all my ministry I've ever done since I got baptized into the glory in 2008, 100% has been just the rest of God. Just working out of rest, manifesting out of rest, my cup overflowing. We've been drunk on the glory of God since spring of 2008. My cup has been overflowing. It has been getting easier and easier every day. And persecution, who cares? My cup overflows. I got the river of life. I can't even feel it. I, I can't even feel it. All the words and nasty things all the people say and all the misunderstanding. You know, our cup just overflows and they'll be drowned. They'll be forgiven. You know what? Even a friend that was a real close friend who's gone astray recently and just broke my heart, just recently blocked me. I mean, this is someone who heard God say, you know, the, all kinds of promises to him, but still going astray. I mean, one going astray to religion, one going astray to rebellion, now smoking weed, having sex, doing stupid stuff, and then justifying it by greasy grace. The other one can't listen to me. And these are people I discipled for years that just can't listen to me because, you know, religion. Religion and rebellion. Sodom and Egypt where our Lord was crucified. And it's a fallen angel and a demon. Both. Neither of them are God. Nothing in the flesh is God. Nothing in the brain is God. Nothing in the natural world is God. God is a life-giving spirit, it is written. And we have that spirit, and our cups overflow, and there's a full release of the life-giving energy of the river of life, as it's written, out of your heart shall flow rivers of living waters. John 7:38. Out of every heart who believes in Jesus. So if you believe, you'll experience the rivers of living waters and guess what the rivers of living waters are they are the glory of God and they're inside every single one of your believing hearts now manifest the river of life and drown the world in Jesus name amen all the donations that come in this next month we're going USA missions Let's do $20,000, $30,000 in ads through Facebook and just drown all 50 states of the union in the next 35 days. Let's do it, you guys. We put twenty-two grand into the world and Facebook advertisement, reaching $30 million. Let's reach $30 million Americans. Can you imagine what would happen if this message hit every Christian in the USA? There are a lot of people hungry for this, you guys. There's a lot of people in rebellion hungry for this. Donate at redlettermen.com and be blessed. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.